Hey guys, welcome back to She, she Said, Said it. it. My name's Skyla. And I'm Mackenzie. And today we have a really fun topic. Yeah. I feel. Um, do you want to tell them? Yeah, we're going to talk about boundaries in relationships and what is crossing the line. Which I feel like is a very controversial couple of topics. For sure, because everyone views these things different. Some mm-hmm. boundaries for some person might not be a boundary for another person. And it just mm-hmm. varies on who you are, what relationship you're in. And I feel like past relationship trauma can bring out way different boundaries in your next mm-hmm. relationship. Yeah. But we want to talk about some topics surrounding boundaries that we have come up with and like how each of us have experienced Mm -hmm. those boundaries and what we think like takes a little bit too far yeah and i think um maybe on some of these we might have different views Mm -hmm. i feel like we haven't really even talked about these topics together no so it'll be fun to see where each of us stand Mm -hmm. well (laughs) we have like we've had two completely different relationships yeah so I, I don't even know what like I'm going to expect from you to say, but... I'm excited. I'm me too. Excited. Me too. Okay, the first boundary is having a girl best friend. Oh, yikes. So... <laughs> what are your thoughts on having a girl best friend? Let's just start there. What sucks is that my past relationship was so traumatic and so out of the norm that I don't know if how I feel about it is just really extreme but to me girl best friend is like the biggest red flag to me like the biggest red flag yeah I can second that Mm -hmm. I do not love the idea of my significant other having a girl best friend and I honestly would think that my significant other wouldn't want me having a guy best friend. Right. It just mm-hmm. is weird. It's mm-hmm. weird to me. And that's not saying that you can't have friends of the opposite sex and stuff. Totally. Like, I always, like we always hang out in groups of girls and guys all the time. So, like, that's totally fine. And, like, being in group chats and whatever is totally fine. But to label one specific person of the opposite sex as your best friend... Because then, like, you two would go do things together just you two you would text them individually you talk together about your relationship Mm, that mm -hmm. just seems weird Mm -hmm. it seems so weird to me Mm -hmm. i agree why do you feel this way okay this is a story (laughs) so my ex had a girl best friend and when i first knew about her i didn't have a problem with it because i mean my ex was in his 30s already and this girl best friend they knew each other in high school so to me i'm like well you know what they've been friends since they were teenagers so if they're still friends to this day then they just must like have they have history whatever but i didn't think i didn't really have a problem with it and then i found out that they were living together and i knew that he had a roommate but he never told me who and he never like refer to them as a specific gender so he never was like like you know him and i are gonna do this or her and i he just said like oh my roommate blah 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 blah. and i feel like looking back he probably did it on purpose oh for sure because it took him a really long time to tell me that any of it that it was a girl yeah and then i can remember this so vividly 
We were driving to my parents' house to spend a weekend with my parents. And I knew who it was who he was living with because I had met her a bunch of times. And I just thought that they, like, were friends from high school and blah, blah. We're driving in the car and we, I don't know how the conversation got brought up, but we were talking about how he lived with her and he just nonchalantly was like, yeah, and we dated. Oh, my God. (laughs) And I was like excuse me you guys dated and i was like did you guys like date in high school or something he was like no we dated three years ago and you're just telling me this and i and at this point i swear we had been together for like six months and i had no idea that he was living with his ex-girlfriend but he would just say she's my best friend she's my best friend and red flag yes and i didn't do anything about it because like i said it was a really traumatizing relationship and it was like very controlling and like so many mind games so to me i was like i had so many other things to worry about in this relationship than wanting to figure out them and i had met her multiple times and i didn't find her as a threat i just i don't want to sound mean but i just knew that he had stepped up being with me like she was also already in her 30s like couldn't support herself had no other friends like she just didn't have much going for her (laughs) (laughs) i know that's so mean i tried to be friends with her too i tried i tried to i was always nice to her i i tried but you can't help but compare to them and to me i was like you know what i feel like i'm more of like a genuine person i have a lot to offer like i have my whole career ahead of me i have these plans these goals like she's already in her 30s and she doesn't have any of that so Mm -hmm. i was like so i don't have anything to worry about you know so i i heavily compared myself to her and i was like there is no competition so i'm gonna worry about these other big problems in our relationship yeah one i eventually moved in with him um he wasn't living with her anymore he had moved out and i moved in with him and she started like spending the night all the time like on the couch and i would tell him like and she would just be there for like three four days straight and i would come be like so is she leaving anytime soon and he was like well i don't want to tell her that she has to leave and i'm like well she has her own house or her own apartment and like you and i are starting this new chapter together like she doesn't need to be here yeah and so i remember like he finally had told her and then she wasn't around for a little bit because i think she was like but hurt but hurt mm-hmm. and i was also like then i felt guilty because i'm like oh i'm taking away his friend but mm-hmm. then one night they partied just him his best friend and his mom just the three of them in the kitchen downstairs and i was like i do not want to hang out with you guys because this does not sound fun like his mom was another she's a whole nother topic she is also a horrible horrible person and i was like i do not want to just stay up late drink with his mom and his best friend who i have already has already overstayed her welcome so why would i entertain her being here longer so i stayed up in our room and i just like watched a movie and went to bed and he came up super late so so drunk and he just passed out and i was like i'm gonna go through his phone because i went through his phone all the time but i was like this is a good opportunity because he was passed out cold and i had like no i had 
you know, no, he wouldn't have woken up or anything. So I mm-hmm. went through his phone and I decided to go through their texts because I was like, I just, I, he also would always tell me that she like was still in love with him and that oh. she still wanted him, but he was, he would be like, but I'm completely over her. And so I was like, I wonder if she says anything, you know. Uh-huh. I'm like getting married for you. <laughs> I thought I've told you this story. Maybe. Next topic? Yeah. Okay. Let's get to the next one. Um, okay. This is like kind of a broad one, but I feel like strip clubs. Mm. Mm-hmm. Strip clubs, some relationships are totally cool with it. Mm-hmm. They're cool with their partner going. They're cool with going together to the strip club. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, or they're not cool at all. And to me, my opinion, I think it's crossing the line. Mm-hmm. I just and what got me thinking about this was since I'm engaged we're talking like bachelorette bachelor parties and the whole stigma around that is strip clubs Mm -hmm. strippers hooker you know all that stuff well that's the main thing you go to like a bachelor party is like strip club no yeah it's like the first thought so it's like I don't like that Mm -hmm. I don't like that I Mm -hmm. think that's crossing the line I think it's disrespectful um because, like, why do you need to be looking at other females mm-hmm. when you have a significant other? Mm-hmm. What it, is it giving you? Y- yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's gross to me. Yeah. And I don't mean to, like, talk poorly about um, exotic dancers, but it's like, ugh, I don't want my significant other being around. Mm-hmm. That, it's, mm-hmm. I think it's, ugh. Mm-hmm. So. What would you do? I don't know if you found out later on that your fiance had gone to a strip club on his bachelorette or on his bachelor party after you had already set that boundary so i'd be pissed yeah only because i already had this like in my mind that i didn't really love the idea of strip clubs Mm -hmm. um and then my fiance and his friends took a group trip to vegas Mm -hmm. and we had kind of talked about before like the strip club thing like that's i don't really like that Mm -hmm. and he had friends who also had girlfriends that were kind of like yeah i don't like strip clubs and so they were going to stick together and like go gamble if the other guys were going to go to the strip club and the last night they were there they all ended up going to the strip club and i i wasn't that upset only because he had called me the morning after Mm -hmm. like super early in the morning and was like you know i'm sorry we went to the strip club and he was very honest with me about it i can't say that's the case for the rest of the girlfriends Mm -hmm. but at least for me like he was honest straight from the bat i didn't have to ask i didn't have to dig so that made it me feel like i you know i wasn't that upset moving forward if it were to happen again i'd be upset oh yeah because you already set that boundary yeah and I mean, same goes for me. Like, I don't want to go to a strip club. Mm-hmm. I've done it, but it's not my favorite thing ever. Yeah. And I think it's like, yeah. If you're going to pay random girls for you to look at them naked and dance on you. Pay me. Pay me. <laughs> Hello. Pay me. A hundred percent. Yeah. It, yeah. It's ridiculous. I can have five personalities. Yeah. yeah. I can change into five different outfits. Yeah. I'll yeah. give you the time of your life for one night. Yeah, 100%. and all you have to do is pay me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, I don't know, it's gross to me. And I hate how it's so normalized in relationships now where it's like, oh, going to the strip club or, 
oh i don't know they're like like i need a like it's just a guy's night yeah the guy's night thing where and in order to have a guy's night you need to go look at naked girls it seems like guys are like oh for us to like be bros we have to do the extreme we have to drink we have to be slutty we have to do and i'm like girl dinner man we just want to like sit at a table and like make appetizers i'm like why do you men feel like you have to go to the extreme and do like no as as if like your one night out is like there's no rules because like you're being controlled at home or something it's so crazy that's why like the bachelor thing is like oh it's your last night as like a free man go look at all the naked women you can and it's like well you're not free yeah one you're not free because we're engaged and we're getting married yeah and it's just gross mm-hmm. it's just gross to me i think that is crossing the line mm-hmm. completely mm-hmm. i have never had an experience where a significant other has had the opportunity to go to a strip club so i don't like i don't know what i would feel in the moment because you know like mm-hmm. in the moment when you hear it you definitely will have a certain reaction mm-hmm. So I don't know exactly. I haven't had the same experience as you. I think... But I don't think that I would... I don't think it'd be a good feeling. Yeah. That I would get. Yeah. And I've heard people say like, oh, it's different when you go together. Mm. I do not agree with that either. I don't want to sit there and look at my man's looking at other women. Yeah. Right in front of me. Yeah. Unless it was like men and women. I don't, I don't know. know. I just feel like there's so many other things you can do to, like, spice up your sex life. There's so many other things. You can do with the boys. Like, it It just, it, yeah. I don't know. Not good. Mm-hmm. I agree. Crossing the line. Yeah. How do you feel about going through each other's phones? Mm. Do, you think, do you think going through your partner's phone is crossing the line? Here's where a gray area comes in. Uh-huh. I think... If you are having a feeling like your partner's doing something, Mm -hmm. I think you can go through their phone. Mm -hmm. And chances are, if your gut's telling you something's not right, there are going to be things in his phone that Mm -hmm. is going to be not good. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think where it is not okay is if you're just looking to look and to find things. Right. Where it's like, you don't have any leads you don't have any reason to do it you're just looking to look and then it causes like a divide in the relationship right at that point it is an invasion of privacy a hundred percent a hundred percent but if you have a reason i don't think it is i agree and a lot of the times guys will be like i can't trust you now yeah you went through my phone but it's like i literally went through your phone and saw you were cheating on me yeah yet i'm the bad Mm -hmm. guy my so my ex i saw he was on his phone and i saw a text message pop down from with a girl's name with a pink heart next to her name and i was like there is no you have no business texting a girl with a heart next to her name no business yeah no and if if this wasn't the girl best friend Mm -mm, Mm -mm. she didn't even have any emoji next to her name so when, see, in that moment, then that gives you a right. Right. To when I see, th- I asked him about it, and he was like, "Oh, it's just a friend. It's just a friend. We're just really good friends." And I was like, "Okay." And it never sat right with me. And him and I actually fought about it the next day. I was like, "I just don't feel comfortable with her having a heart." And he was like, "I just won't have any friends then. Like, I'll just block her and never have any friends." And I was like, "The fact that you are getting so defensive and gaslighting me, yeah. and you had a heart next to her name, I was like, this is not innocent to me. And if you're not going to be honest with me and you're going to hide." 
then I'm going to go through your phone. Yeah. I have a right to know what yeah. you are doing. And if you're not being loyal, if you're lying to me and mm-hmm. I can't trust you, then I'm going to go through your phone. And in that same idea is like, if I were to go through my significant other's phone and not find anything, I would feel guilty. I would too. I would be I like, would too. wow, geez, like this idea I have of him in my head, that's wrong. Yeah. And I feel guilty about that. So there is like that gray area where mm-hmm. it's like, sometimes you got to do it mm-hmm. and it's the right thing to do. And there's a point when it's not the right thing to do and you're in the wrong. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's tricky. I mean, I also think you can ask. Sure. Totally. And be like, listen, I was wondering like if, I can, if you can just show me, like, your messages really quick. Like, I don't have to go through it, but I just want to see, like, you know, who you're texting. Like, I just, this is bothering me because of this event that happened, mm-hmm. or I saw, you know, you acting this way. Well, you can it, always, if you feel like it's going to cause a divide, or if you personally were like, I would hate if they ever went through my phone, even if I gave them a reason, and you would feel like it's an invasion of privacy, then just communicate with them. It doesn't hurt to ask, but in that moment, if they're like, uh, no there's your reason to go right i would i would like a lot of times my ex would be like bring up stupid shit like i I lived with a guy my senior year of college and i mean you met him yeah he like we were just all friends he like not a threat not a threat at all i promise you not a threat he would just randomly say like you fucked your roommate didn't you you were fucking him when you lived with and i was like i have given you no reason i was like absolutely not and then i would be like do you want to like look at my phone i would be like right. i'll be like you can look at our text messages it's like you want to go to dutch bros or like you want to get chick-fil-a right or i'd be like hey can you venmo me for wi-fi like can you turn down the volume literally yeah the stupidest shit yeah and i was like i want to prove to you that you can trust me like i promise you nothing is happening so i would even offer and i don't mind showing things because people always could use reassurance and in this for day sure. and age you never know people can hide things yeah sometimes. so yeah i mean ask to go through this yeah phone. ask ask but if you like i mean i always say like your intuition is there for a reason Mm-hmm. so if you are having a strong gut feeling and you're just like something does not feel right and he i can tell he's being dodgy about things i can right. just tell like then i don't think it's crossing a line because then they're hiding and it's like they're crossing a line by hiding from you totally so if he's not going to be honest and tell you then you need to investigate it yourself and i don't think there's anything wrong with that totally i agree but it is kind of a gray area because the privacy thing i know is could also start a whole other argument in the relationship like aside from whatever you find yeah all right so the last one that we have is lying which i feel like obviously to me that's crossing oh 100 percent, 100 percent. what about like little white lies i think to protect like like what if it's like like you know when when your mom would say can you make sure you like take the chicken out of the freezer and then your mom calls you or texts you like on my way home and you're like fuck i did not take the chicken out of the freezer but you'd be like oh yeah yeah, i did that like Mm. say things like that or do you just think like why i want you to like not even do that yeah i think it's unnecessary i think um why lie and if like there's like a bunch of tiny tiny little white lies 
and it just keeps happening it makes it easier to keep going and it makes it easier to do bigger lies that is true it just Mm -hmm. adds up Mm -hmm. and i don't know lying is like a huge thing for me oh me Um, too so if i knew that my partner was lying to me on a like continuous basis Mm -hmm. i don't know if i could follow through with that Mm -hmm. i lying i think lying to me is my biggest deal breaker yeah that's i really think lying is my biggest deal breaker my ex would lie about everything Mm -hmm. big and small like he would be i would be like oh you know what'd you have for dinner last night and he was like oh we went to chick-fil-a and then you know the next day he'll be like well actually i went to chipotle i'm like like stupid stupid shit it was just like he was just his personality was just like lying and Mm -hmm. so it he was one of the best liars i've ever met he's Mm -hmm. a pathological liar he can do it he can convince you that what he's saying is the truth it's really scary but it made it so that like when he says all these big lies he was so good at twisting things and so it came to the point where i was like i don't even know if i can trust like these little little things like because him and i were living together so we had like expenses and stuff so when i would be like hey can you give me like some rent money because at that point i was paying the entire rent and he would be like oh well i just had to take my car to the shop and blah blah and it cost five hundred dollars and i'm like did you really though that's probably a fucking lie because he would always con everybody out of money yeah everyone not just me he conned family members he conned other girls co-workers co-workers old ladies which i will tell that story at another time because it's a juicy one um but just lying to me was the most hurtful thing like the cheating was really hurtful but i feel like cheating is also a form of lying yeah for sure i think everything stems from lying it does so and how can you have like fundamental trust in a relationship if like it comes to a point where it's like can i even believe that you like went and stopped for gas really quick right yeah no i i completely agree i yeah lying crossing oh a hundred percent when you started dating blake Mm -hmm. did you guys like set boundaries right off the bat or was it something something that like kind of came like you would set things as they would like come up i think some things were preset like he knew that i had been previously cheated on so Mm -hmm. a lot of that was very upfront on certain things i right how Mm -hmm. i feel about certain things but other things i just feel like they came up as our relationship progressed right like the strip club thing came up because he was going to vegas right yeah there was no need to talk about that until it became relevant. it's like your first day you go so would you ever go to the strip club <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i think some things were pretty upfront in the beginning mm-hmm. um and other things came as the relationship progressed yeah and as you develop new i new thoughts on things right what about you um there like weren't many boundaries just because when well, i feel like you <laughs> didn't go in with any boundaries either well no because that was like my first like yeah real serious relationship exactly. so i didn't really have anything much to go off of to be like oh this happened to me in the past he i mean he right off the bat was like i've been cheated on in every relationship so that to me is a big no-no which is really ironic because he cheated on me yeah and like i said now i i don't believe that that's true yeah. I don't bl- he I think he played the victim card really well and it was a way to manipulate me and make me feel like 
you know, I need totally. to make sure that, like, I don't do this to him. And, like, he would never do that to me because he's been hurt so much in the past. Like, it was just a way of him to, like, mind fuck me. Uh-huh. So that was, like, the main boundary, I guess, was we talked about cheating really early on. But other than that, like, I didn't really set many boundaries. Even when I found out he was living with his ex, I... yeah. I, I hated it, but I didn't even... I couldn't tell him, like, oh, you have to move out and be homeless. Right. So, it's, That's like, hard. it's definitely... It's a sticky slope, for sure. Yeah. But I'm also curious, like... Say you set a boundary that's, like... Like, I don't know. And they cross it. Like, how many times after they cross it are you just, like... You're never... This is just disrespectful at this point, and, yeah. like this is too important for me that I just you we can't do this anymore. I think when you're in a relationship if you speak your mind about something that you feel strongly about for example say a strip club uh-huh. let's just say that like you say I don't want you going to a strip club and they go to a strip club I think you get that one where you're like let it go mm-hmm. but if it continues to happen that's when i think it's like okay you clearly don't respect me yeah um i think one fuck up on something like that whatever well i think it's easy with anything even cheating it's easy to be like the first offense let's try to work through it right i think any first fuck up with any of the boundaries uh-huh. is like not necessarily like immediate it's not a deal breaker done 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 yeah but it's like is it two strip clubs is it you know two lies is it you know blah blah blah. i mean i guess you can't really set a number no but it's definitely like if you do it more than once it's like okay this might be a problem yeah no yeah definitely and this might be more than just a boundary it might be like something way bigger that we have to deal with yeah and that's scary. That is scary. It's so scary. Men are scary. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening. Yeah. I liked this topic a I lot. did like this topic. I feel like it was a hard one. Yeah. But I feel like you and I both have experience with this. Totally. And... We hope you guys enjoyed it. I know. And I'm really curious if someone has like a super hot take. Yeah. If you have any hot takes, let us like, know. Like I want to know if someone is like... Oh, I let my man go to the strip club every weekend with his coworkers. Like, I wonder, like, I just, I want to know if there's hot takes that are people are like, no boundaries when it comes to stuff like that. Or like, you know, yeah. if you think like your bachelor, bachelorette party is actually a night of freedom, right. you know, like, I'm just curious if people have like hot takes on that. Yeah. Definitely let us know. And we'll see you guys next yeah. week. Bye. <laughs> yeah. Right, we're recording. Okay, you start this time. Okay. Hi, girly pops. It's Mackenzie. And Skyla. And this is She She Said It. I have something to tell you. (laughs) What? Oh my god, what were we getting into it? Today, I quit my job. Are you serious? (laughs) This is so weird because I, before we were recording, I was telling you that I wanted to quit my uh-huh. job. Like, you just quit. Or you put a two-week notice. No, so I didn't quit, like, that job. 
yet. Okay, what'd you do? I quit my real estate job. <gasps> Did you? Mm-hmm. Were they upset? No. <laughs> what they say? Basically, I worded it in a way that was like, which was the truth, but I was like, hey, listen, I like, I cannot afford this job right now, because like where I work, I have to pay a desk fee every single month, and then I have to pay like my subscriptions every single month for like the MLS and contracts and that stuff, and then like this month is like you have to be like my brokerage requires you to be a part of a board of realtors mm-hmm. and for the next cu- upcoming year it's 660 dollars on top of the like 500 i pl- plus i pay every month right. for my other fees and yeah. i just i cannot afford it like i yeah. cannot afford it and like i literally have been working with four different realtors, four different ones, and none of them are doing shit right now. Yeah. So I'm like, I literally am just paying money for no reason. Yeah. And also, I don't really like it. No? Like, I don't know. Like, I thought I was going to like it, and definitely, like, Selling Sunset made it look really cool, which I yeah. know, I knew going into it that that was unrealistic. I knew that. But, I mean, like, these people that I'm working with are cutthroat. Like, they'll tell me, they're like, okay, so go do this. And I'm like, oh, okay, I've never done it before. Can you show me? And they're like, no, just do it. And I'm like, okay, cool. I'll, cool. Yeah. And so I'm like, I'm literally working with, like, people, and this is their biggest, like, financial investment of their entire lives is buying a house. So I'm like, why would you want me to go into it blind yeah. and go into it Unexperienced. Not like you're unexperienced. No, but I, you are I am. And literally yeah. the clients that I had showed, I think it was two weeks ago, maybe a week ago that I had showed, the realtor I was working with was out of town. And so he was like, just go show them this one property. And so I'm showing them. And then, you know, I'm contacting this realtor and being like, okay, so this is how it went, blah, blah, blah. And then like he came and saw me the next day and he was like, did you tell them that you were new? And I was like, no. And he was like, oh, well, because they told me that they could tell you're just inexperienced. And I was like, oh, cool. Perfect. <laughs> I was like, that's because you guys don't fucking show me shit. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, so. Girl, I don't blame you. I would have quit a while ago. Yeah. So basically, I, like, talked to my broker today and I was like, hey, is there a way to just, like, take a break from my contract? Like, I can't afford it right now. Yeah. Like, can I just kind of take a break from all of it and inactivate my license until I'm ready to come back? <laughs> and he was like, yep, I'm going to talk to the accounting department right now. And he was like super chill about it. Okay, well, that's good. But I definitely was like phrasing it more of like... Like, a, this is just a put on pause for Yeah, now, and like the thing. reasons were still... Like, I literally told him, I was like, I cannot afford this. Like, And with this $660 fee coming up, I'm like, I can't with me not doing anything and not getting any money I'm like I just I can't pay this yeah so but I didn't want to straight up be like I only gave it three months bye you know so I just was like I gotta take a break and they were totally fine with it but I did that today that's crazy yeah I know mommy can you turn that down
So, yeah. That is pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. What are the odds that I come to you today telling you that I <laughs> hate my job and you tell me you quit? Yeah. Wow. Well, because we have, we have some ideas. We have some things in the works. And I'm ready to, like, full send it. Yeah. So this was my first step of full send. Good job. Was this. Good job. Mm-hmm. So now, is it going to be awkward working at your other job? No, no, no. I talked to him before. No. And okay. I was like, I have to tell you something. And he was like, what? And I was like, I'm quitting. And he was like, no, you're not. He was like, just take a break and work yeah. under me. And then, like, then you can come back. And he was like, and I was like, okay. And yeah. that's why I phrased it like, oh, I'll just inactivate myself for a little bit. Yeah. Because I was like, I feel like I'm going to, it's too soon for everyone to, like, want me to stop. Mm-hmm. But he was fine with it. Okay, well, that's good. Yeah. I mean, he knows nothing's happening. Yeah. And I complain to him all the time that I, like, you don't have the money. No. Yeah, no. Well, good for you. Mm-hmm. Good for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? I don't know. Okay, should we get into it? Yeah, I think so. Okay, we're doing just a silly little episode today. We're going to do like a little favorites episode. Mm-hmm. So we made a list of all of our favorite things that we're loving right now that mm-hmm. maybe like I haven't talked to her about or vice versa. Or I have to tell things. a story really quick. What? Okay, so when I was... 15 going on 16 uh-huh. I wanted to start a YouTube channel like uh-huh. everyone does yeah that was like that was the thing you know how I feel like the 2014 YouTube era was like Alicia and Nikki and Gabby and mm-hmm. like my life is Ava and Mia Mia Remy Mila, all yeah. of that stuff I was obsessed yeah me too so I was like I'm gonna pop off and do this and so I like I still have this video on my phone and I did an August favorites video and I was like sitting in my bed and I was showing I don't even like it was like oh look at this like new shampoo and conditioner Mm -hmm. I just got and like lotion and like just the stuff that everyone was doing yeah I made a little YouTube video I did that except mine was a what's in my bag Oh, but the thing is, is those those. people still do those so much. Mm -hmm. I feel like people don't do favorites videos as much. No, no. So I'm excited to kind Mm -hmm. of talk about the things that I've been liking. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I have a lot of things lately that I've been loving. You have way more than I do. So I feel like you should start. (laughs) Okay. I have a little list so that I don't forget what I wrote down. Don't look at my list. Okay. I'll try my best. Okay, so my first one is Olipop. Mm. I have been loving Olipop, and they came out with, well, it, it was around last year, too, but I think it might be like a seasonal thing, but it's the apple crisp Ooh. flavor, and it tastes like, I don't even know, like a apple juice, kind of, but... Olipop, if you don't know, it's like a prebiotic soda. That was my dog. A prebiotic <laughs> soda that um, is like, you know, gut healthy, um, like, I think like 25 calories or like something mm. like that. And I've been loving Olipop. So. I saw yeah. 
a TikTok that mm-hmm. they just came out with the ginger ale flavor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I haven't tried that one yet. The only one that I don't like is the banana cream. Mm. I don't like that mm. one. But all the other ones. I love Olipop. Uh, I wish I could drink Olipop. I love, love it. Love I it. think I need to train myself into being able to drink bubbles again. Mm, I think so too. Uh-huh. Well, on that note, on here, I have another one. It's the Noka. N-O-C-A. Oh. And they're like these NOCA, so no carbonation alcoholic drinks. And Mackenzie, as she talked about, you can't have any carbonation, Mm -mm. no bubbles, no nothing. And I can, but not when I'm drinking, like, alcohol. I don't know why, Mm -hmm. but, like, if I have, like, a seltzer or something, it really messes with me the next day. And I feel, like, so hungover, so sick, like, on my deathbed. And so Noka, yeah, it's like a no carbonation alcohol in like a can, like a skinny can. And they have, I've tried the waters, so it's like a boozy water. Mm. So it's like flavors, and it literally just tastes like a, a lightly flavored water. Hmm. And then this past weekend, we had some people over, and I found the lemonades. And there's like a pack, and it's like pink lemonade, blueberry lemonade classic and mango i think Ooh, i love mango oh my god game changer really literal game changer i think i drank seven of them <gasps> and i felt perfectly fine the next morning did it get you tipsy yeah 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 does it taste super alcoholy no it literally just tastes like lemonade like i'm telling you it is like the best invention ever and i am a noka stan wow How, where'd you have- find them just like the liquor store. Well, I, I follow them on TikTok because I saw them like a, like a while, while ago, but they weren't available in Colorado mm. yet or something. And then just randomly I saw them and I was like, oh my God, I've been like following this page for like so long to try them. And they have an iced tea one that I want to try, but they're so good. Ooh, I, I need to try those. So, I need to try those. So good. Because I have never, even when I could drink bubbles, I was never a fan mm-hmm. of like claws trulies like yeah i just was i didn't like the taste very much yeah you have to try these. but i love like twisted teas okay are yeah. yummy to mm-hmm. me so i feel like those will be super yummy so easy to drink and i do not feel sick the next morning oh good when i woke up i literally it was like sunday morning and i was like i'm either gonna open my eyes and i'm going to <laughs> have <laughs> the sunday scaries or i'm gonna feel fine and i opened my eyes and i was perfectly fine wow it was amazing so yeah if you guys want to sponsor us <laughs> just kidding <laughs> i love noka okay do you want me to keep going sure <laughs> or do you want to i go? can do one you should do one okay i want to talk about my new coffee invention mm. okay so i mean as most people are right now like pumpkin spice obsessed uh-huh. right uh-huh and I like to get, like, the pumpkin spice latte at Starbucks and all that stuff, but Starbucks is just so expensive. So I went to Trader Joe's, and I just had... Are you talking about the pumpkin oat beverage? Mm, no. Okay, never mind. You know, I don't like, know. It's like that thing that, like... Oh, never mind. Okay. <laughs> I, <laughs> I had a goal in mind. When I went there, I was like, I feel like they're going to have some silly coffee 
that like I want to try because they mm -hmm. always just have such silly things that sound so good. Mm -hmm. So in like the yogurt and milk section, there are canned pumpkin spice lattes from the brand like La Colombe. I know what you're talking about. But I, I not just that. Okay. So I bought three of them. And I was like, I really hope I like these. But the bottle said like sweet and creamy. So I was like, I'm sure that I will like yeah. it. It won't just be like super bitter. So I bought three of them. And I was with my parents. And there was a King Supers right next door. And my dad needed to get like something for dinner that Trader Joe's didn't have. So we ran over to King Supers. And I was like, I was looking at coffee stuff too. Because I was just in like a coffee craze that morning. And... I bought the like oat milk pumpkin spice creamer from Starbucks. Mm. So then I was like, so then we're in the car and I opened up the can of the pumpkin spice latte and I tried it and I was like, okay, this is good. I was like, but this is just not hitting the way I want it to hit. So then I get home and I like poured it all in a glass jar and then I topped it off with the Starbucks pumpkin creamer. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. It was so good. It was so yummy. And like, I swear I was doing a science experiment. Like, I don't know what happened, but as soon as I had mixed those two together, it like created this like foam. Ooh. It was like super thick Ooh. and super creamy. Ooh. Oh my God. So yummy. That does sound So yummy. yummy. I saw people talking about those pumpkin spice canned things. Mm -hmm. Everyone was saying they were really spicy though. Like, it emphasized, like, the pumpkin spice. Oh, I didn't notice any spice. And that's why I haven't tried them, mm -hmm. because everyone was like, oh, they're kind of spicy. I didn't notice any spice to it. I mean, like, to me, I feel like the bottle was a little bit misleading, because it says, like, perfectly sweet and creamy, which it is creamy, because, like, you can tell when you pour it in the glass, like, it's already pretty creamy. Right. But it's not, like, the sweetness you would have expect it to be because mm -hmm. like when you buy a specialty drink like pumpkin you like, expect it to kind of be more on the sweet side yeah. right so that's why when I had was trying it I was like I feel like I need a little bit of something because mm -hmm. it's just like not there yet but it mm -hmm. wasn't like I could just drink it straight up if that's all I had like it would still be pretty good but as soon as I added the pumpkin creamer it was like the perfect sweetness and it wasn't like overly mm. spicy at all Yum. It was really yummy. I should try that. Really yummy. Mm. Is that one have, is that one oat milk? I don't know. Because they have a couple that are oat milk. And they have some that aren't oat mm. milk. So I'd have to look. But the Starbucks that. creamer was the non-dairy pumpkin. Mm. Okay, yummy. I still have some in my fridge. But I don't have the cans anymore. But I'm, when I go back to Trader's, I want to stock up. Because yeah, it was should. so good. Because I'm not going to be around forever. Mm -mm. Yeah. Also, at Trader Joe's, if you haven't tried the pumpkin cream cheese is so is yummy. Mm -hmm. What do you put it on? Like a, a bagel. bagel? No, I just did a plain bagel. Ooh. So I just got plain bagels from Trader Joe's and then I got the pumpkin cream cheese. And this is like so cute, but my dad brings it to me every morning when I'm getting ready for work. He comes Ooh. up to my room and gives me my pumpkin spice bagel. That's nice. And so he doesn't do that. Uh, he, so my dad gives my mom breakfast in bed every single morning, gives her her coffee in bed, brings her breakfast in bed every single morning. And then like when I come downstairs, like he'll just, he's like, what do you want? He'll make me breakfast. 
But for some reason, like, I got so excited about all the pumpkin stuff. Now he's, like, coming all the way upstairs to my room to give me my pumpkin bagel oh, in the morning. Oh, that's so nice. Mm-hmm. So the, I, all the pumpkin stuff so far I've tried at Trader Joe's is really good. Mm-hmm. Really good. I have one of their things on my list. Do you? Actually, what? yeah. Um, it's not food, but it's the Trader Joe's pumpkin body butter. Ooh. I've been really into like body butter in general I Mm. feel like it's just better than lotion Mm -hmm. and especially with like getting dry and cold like I just noticed I'm like my skin's cracking yeah and so I've been using body butter for a while but then I saw that they had the pumpkin body butter and it (gasps) is the best smelling thing ever really it is so good and it's like four (gasps) dollars for like a pretty like big tub I'm so glad that Trader Joe's isn't, like, outrageously priced. Yeah. Because they have really, really yummy things. Yeah. I have never tried... I don't think I've ever tried anything from Trader Joe's that is, like, non-food. Oh. So the body butter I had before the pumpkin one was Trader Joe's as well. And it was, like, a sweet caramel pistachio. And I finished that one. And it was really good. So... I highly recommend. Mm, I need to go through Trader Joe's, like, Mm -hmm. non-food section. Mm -hmm. I just started using their face lotion, too, recently. I'm scared to use any face stuff from anyone. Really? Yeah. I'm, like, terrified that I'm going to have a bad reaction, so Mm -hmm. I just stick to, like, my OG stuff. But I did, also, when we were there, they're having samples of ice cream. (gasps) Yum. And my mom and I took a sample, and it was... Like, car- oh, fuck, I don't think it was caramel. It was maple for sure, like maple ice cream. Mm. But I think it has, like, caramel swirls, but it's, like, a caramel maple-y swirl or something. So yummy. We bought one mm. from that That sounds good. sample, but that was yummy. That sounds so good. Mm-hmm. And I literally was, I don't know why, but I was going through the ice cream section, and... Every time I would see something that it was like, oh, non-dairy or like oat milk, I would be like, mom, we have to get this so Skyla can try it. And I'm just like, ugh. But she like only comes over like once a week. I'm like, ugh, maybe I can bring this to her. Like all I was thinking was like wanting to find non-dairy Aww. stuff that you could try. They do have yummy stuff. They have these um, like the non-dairy hold the cone things. Mm. You know those little like mini cones? I haven't tried the cones, but I've heard, I haven't heard good things from the cones. Me too. Like really good cone reviews. We should get them. Do a taste I test. I love Trader Joe's. Me too. I'm so sad there's not a closer one. Yeah, the one from my house is pretty far too. Do you go to like, where do you go? One in Littleton. Oh. So it's like 12 minutes away. We go to Parker. Yeah. I miss living in Boulder where it was just like down the mm-hmm. street. <laughs> I know. Boulder yeah. had everything. Yeah. All right. What's your next favorite? Um... I'm gonna stick in like the food for a minute. Okay. Um, let me think. Okay, so I've been really into my crock pot. Mm, you have. Like majorly. Every time majorly. I go to Skyla's house during the day, like if we're like, we wanna do day plans, like we just run errands together and stuff, she's like, okay, before we leave, I have to put the crock pot on. <laughs> Like, what it's is it? on right She's now. She's like, what? It's on right now. <laughs> she goes, what's eight hours from now? Oh, my gosh, I have to do it before we leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right now I'm making a... <gasps> my dogs are, like, going crazy today. Right now I'm making a lasagna soup. So mm, it's, like, yummy. ground turkey and, like, cut-up lasagna noodles mm-hmm. and, like, with, like, 
Dairy Free Creamer and cheese. Mm. So it's good. But I'm really into my crock pot lately. And I found this girl on TikTok. And her handle is Fox V Baby. Her name's Victoria. She does strictly dairy free crock pot no recipes. Way. <laughs> and it's like, that's such a little like niche. It is. A thing to create. It is. But I make, like, once a week, I make one of her videos. <gasps> I am always looking at her page to, like, save stuff. Oh, I love that. And, yeah, she's amazing. I love her. And I love her <laughs> recipes. <laughs> I'm obsessed with her. But, yeah. Love my crock pot. You do love your crock pot. It's just so good. Two nights ago, I made this, like, white street corn chicken soup Ooh, yummy. and it was like basically like a chicken soup with corn and like other veggies and then we like topped it with like avocado and jalapenos mm, mm-hmm. and you eat it with tortilla chips and it was so good i've only had a couple of your crock pot meals but yeah, they were really yeah, good the taco soup one you had was good mm-hmm. i just love the crock pot it's so easy when i move out you best believe I'll be a crock pot girl. I'll get you your first crock pot. Aww. I feel like I should just do it now. You I'm like, should. I make so many excuses like, oh, once I'm like move out and blah, blah. I'm like, I have a perfectly good kitchen that yeah. like yeah. my mom will just buy the groceries if yeah. I make dinner for everybody. So I there might as well. I wonder if we have, we have a crock pot. You probably do. You should just start making recipes with a crock pot. I know. It's I so to. fun. Speaking of people. Yeah. And who's on my list? <gasps> Who? My current TikTok obsession and now Instagram influencer, can you guess? They live here in Denver. Oh, oh, you're talking <laughs> about Viv, Viv and Chloe. Yes. Yes, I, yeah. Chloe and Vivian. Yeah. yeah. I'm obsessed. Yeah. And they live so close to us. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to be their friend so bad and I want to hang out with Vivi so bad she's so cute and I just saw that video that she posted that you had sent me where they got a nanny and I was like why couldn't it have been me <laughs> I sent Skyla the TikTok where Chloe was like oh we finally got a nanny she just comes two days a week and I go to be Vivian's nanny oh my oh. god and Chloe just gives me like uh, just big sister good, vibes big sister mm-hmm. vibes like mm-hmm. I love her Love. And we don't want to, like, leave Addison out. No. He's a slay husband. Love Addison. Slay husband. But I want him to make me chicken bites. Oh, my God. <laughs> I would love that. Yeah. She, They would probably be, like, my dream, like, first podcast guests. They'd be a good guest. Especially yeah. just because they live so close to us. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like that would just be really fun to have, like, yeah. a cute little connection with them. Yeah, they are really cute. But... Her Vivian reminds me of my Vivian. Yeah, that's true. Because mm-hmm. I have, like, a super close family friend who has a little girl named Vivian. She just turned two. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, she's practically, like, my niece. You know, mm-hmm. like, I have known the family for 10 years. Mm-hmm. So I love, like, sometimes I just text her and I go, I need some Vivi. Like, can I just come over and hang out with Vivi? Mm-hmm. So now I'm like, oh, I feel like I have this, like, Vivian connection. So yeah. I'm like, oh, I just love Chloe and Vivi oh, so I much. I love them. I do love them. They're precious. Oh, my gosh. All I do, I love her Instagram stories, too. Yeah. Chloe has the best Instagram stories. Mm-hmm. It's like you're on FaceTime. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're super aesthetic. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I love when they, like, put Vivian to bed and then they bring over, like, their little TV trays to the couch. They're so funny together. I feel like that's going to be Blake and I. Uh-huh. Like, 100% when mm-hmm. we have a baby. 100%. You're going to, like, put the baby to bed and then get your crockpot meal. Crockpot meal or DoorDash Taco Bell. I was going to say Taco Bell. <laughs> or yeah. In-N-Out. Yeah. Fuck. I'm hungry. Um, okay. Another food one that I have is I've been making these smoothies mm, mm-hmm. in the mornings. And I don't know. I just have been feeling like I'm not like a super breakfast person, but I know I need to like eat in the morning. So I have my smoothie recipe down. I do frozen fruit, like whatever I have. Like right now, I think I have like a mango and pineapple mix. Mm -hmm. And I also have like a dragon fruit, strawberry kind of thing. Oh, dragon fruit. And so I do a scoop of the Alani New greens. Mm. So I get my greens. And then I do a scoop of the Vital Proteins Beauty Collagen. Mm. Is that the pink one? The pink one. It's like like this pink you're supposed to do two scoops per serving but if i'm doing it in a smoothie i just do the one and then mix it up and it is so good that's it and i do almond milk oh okay and it's the yummiest thing in the whole world wow and so for me sometimes like greens taste kind of bleh. but the alani they can taste greens like chalky yeah the alani greens even on their own they're like super good but in a smoothie for some reason it's like so easy to drink <sighs> I feel like I've been on an Alani kick lately. Mm-hmm. I tried their protein shake. Yeah, I wanted to ask you what you It was thought. really yummy. I, I was going to pick up, I was going to try their like protein coffee mm-hmm. shake kind of thing, but I had already had a coffee that morning yeah. and like if I had too much coffee, I get really bad anxiety. So I just stuck with the protein shake. I saw you got like the munchies flavor. Mm-hmm. Was so that good. was the only flavor they had. Mm. But it was good. Yum. I love Alani. Well, speaking of Chloe, you saw how she posted that they came out with those mini cans? Mm-hmm. You can't have them. Mm-mm. Oh. Well, I mean, I could. You could. So, I don't know. I, yeah. like, I don't trust myself drinking, like, an energy type of drink. Like, I, I, like, I have never really had Celsius or, like, the Alani energy drinks just because... Like, coffee alone, if I have, like, a little bit of coffee, I'll, like, have anxiety for the rest of the day. Yeah. And I can't eat, and, like, I just am, like, fidgety, so I'm worried that if I have an energy drink, like, I'll just, like, have the worst day ever. So Um, I'm kind of scared to have that. Well, these ones, they're minis. But they have, like, 100 grams of... Caffeine. Milligrams of caffeine. It's not a lot. A cup of coffee has, like, 80. Oh. So I feel like... No, it's not a lot. I would try them. They're so little baby. But the cans. thing is, like, if I'm gonna drink something, I'd rather like enjoy a, a large, a large, yeah. I'd rather like enjoy a bigger amount of like my pumpkin spice latte creation than like okay. a mini. You know? Okay, that's fair. That's fair. All right, I see it. But I do, I do know that you love Kimade. I love Kimade. And I was, I almost sent you a picture when we went to King Supers right after Trader Joe's. Like, in the corner, there was just, like, the saran-wrapped boxes of Kimade. And I was just like, oh, I could just snatch a box up for Skylar right I now. do love the Kimade. The Kimade was the first thing Blake and I drank after he proposed to me. We had Kimade <laughs> to celebrate. <laughs> he proposed, and then we went back to the campsite. 
And we had packed like kimmates for the morning, and so we had one in the cheers. Wow, <laughs> that is so funny. Yeah, I thought he told Skylar. So I was texting her when I had tried the Olani shake, and she was like, "Oh, I really wish they had dairy-free ones." And yeah. then, of course, since I've been on my Chloe kick, and I know that Chloe is like an Olani affiliate. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh my gosh, like, I want us to do." A partnership with the Alani, but we would have dairy-free, mm. like protein shakes would be like our collab. Yeah, that's a good because idea. Because they don't have those. No, they don't. And if like they do a lot of like influencer collabs, like like the Kim Made and stuff. So mm. I'm like, oh well, what is? It'd be like a perfect way to do like a non-dairy launch to do like a partnership. Yeah. And I was like, if we ever got to like the have opportunities to like do partnerships and stuff mm. in the future, I feel like that would be a really cool one. I would love like a strawberries and cream type vibe mm. but dairy free I think that'd be so good well I would let you create well I'd want to like help but I would probably yeah. let you because you're you're like more of the expert of non-dairy mm. and you'd be more of like the consumer mm-hmm. you know so I would yeah. be like I'd definitely let you take the reins and like that would be so fun that'd be yummy that'd be so fun. strawberries and cream is yummy mm-hmm. and you don't see much of those you normally see like mm-hmm. the more like chocolatey or like vanilla yeah or yeah mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. I like that idea mm. yum okay so I know have you finished the book yet that we've been reading okay no not yet so I'm like halfway girl half I know I don't know what happened to me but I have been you on told a me you've been on a kick. cook a cook a book like craze out of nowhere. So I finished the book that Skyla and I are reading together for our book club. And then I started reading the book, Things We Never Got Over, which is like the big ass blue book with mm-hmm. sunflowers on it. And I had read like most of it. And then I just kind of like forgot about it because the book is so long that I just kind of like slowly yeah. like drifted away from it so then when I finished Malibu Rising I was like oh I I need something like I just uh so I was like I might as well like I only have like a hundred or less pages of this book so Mm -hmm. let me just finish it and it was like in my car so I went and got it out of my car and of course the part the the rest of it that I hadn't read yet was like so juicy and so good Mm. and so I finished it and I was like Oh my God, I was sitting on this for so long. So then I read, this was like, what, two days ago? Yeah. Literally like two days ago. Then I had this book that I've had for like a couple months now that I haven't read called The Perfect Child. Which you told me about a while ago. Which I was telling Skylar about it a Mm -hmm. long time ago, but I was waiting to finish Things We Never Got Over first before I was going into The Perfect Child. And then I lost it for like a quick sec and then I found it in my room. <laughs> and I read that in one day. Was it good? It was pretty good. Yeah. Um, I didn't like the ending. No? I just felt like... I don't like when that happens. It was a shitty way to end it. Mm. But it's like a, it's a more of like a thriller book and the, it's about child abuse. And... The author is like an actual psychologist who works with children. Okay. So she writes books about stuff like that. So she yeah. has like a lot oh like a lot of knowledge around it. So it was pretty good and I read that in one day. And then I just bought 
the sequel to Things We Never Got Over, which is pink. It's like baby mm-hmm. pink. It's really pretty. Mm-hmm. And oh my gosh, I'm loving it so far. Ooh. I'm like so into it now that the end of the first book had like was so thrilling at the end. Now I'm like, I want to read it. I can give it to you. Okay, I need to finish our book first. I need to get back into my kick because I was on a kick mm-hmm. for like a while. You I was were. On a kick. And then just <sighs> life got busy. Well, and I told Skyla too, I was like, I feel like our next book needs to be like really like fun and exciting and thrilling. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. Malibu Rising is a really good book, but it's yes. not like this big adventure that's happening, you know? It's yeah. just, like, there's so much detail, and, and it tells a story that's just, like, wholesome, but it's not, like, oh, my God, like, I have to, like, stay up until 2 a.m. Yeah. to read the when next I chapter. When I love books like right. that. Right. So I told Sky, I was, like, I just, since that book that I had read at the end was, like, so, like, page-turning, I was, like, oh, my gosh, like, I just... I got to keep this up. I got, that's why I wanted to read Perfect Child. So like, I know that this is going to be like a thriller. Yeah. So we'll have to do some brainstorming for mm-hmm. our next book. Well, I want you to read the books that I'm reading yeah. now, but I, I have a folder saved on TikTok. on TikTok. So do I. That I need to go through and look. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. Slay. Mm-hmm. Love that for you. Um, Okay, let's see. The next one of my faves is Natural Cycles. Mm, I've mm-hmm. been telling Mackenzie to get on Natural Cycles. For a while. For a while. Uh-huh. I think I've been on Natural Cycles for a little over a year. If you don't know, Natural Cycles is like, it's a hormone-free birth control. So it's a birth control based on your temperature. <gasps> Bella. Bella. Sorry, I was, like, fidgeting a lot, if you want to start over, just because I don't know if it might have, like... that's fine. Okay. So, Natural Cycles, if you don't know, it's a hormone-free birth control. It basically is a birth control based on your temperature. So, um, back, like, last May, or no, not this past May, but the May before... When you got off? Yeah. Was it this May? Girl, that was so long ago. I don't know. That you got off of it. I don't even remember. But ever since I got off of it, I've been using natural cycles. And basically all it is, is you just take your temperature every single morning. You input it into the app. And then it'll tell you based on your temperature, um, red or green. And red means that you are fertile. And then green means like not fertile. So you can do what you please based on those results. And you can, it, it tracks your period. It tells you when your period's going to come, when it's going to end. And yeah, it's a game changer. I love natural cycles. Mm-hmm. And what I want to do is I really want to get the aura ring. Do you know what the aura Mm-mm. ring is? The aura ring is like, um, it's like an Apple watch, but it's a ring. And you wear it and it links with natural cycles. Oh. So you don't have to remember to take your temp every morning. Ah. It takes your temp through your finger. But they're like four hundred dollars. Oh gosh. Um, Frankie. But yeah, I love natural cycles. I think everybody should do it. I want I think to use everybody it. Everybody should get off of, you know, all the junk that mm-hmm. birth control is. Because I was on birth control for a long time, like eight years, and I felt like garbage. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. And the second that I got off of it, I finally started to feel just better. So much better. I got off of my birth control in like January or February of this year. Mm -hmm. And I never want to go back. Yeah, it's never. amazing. And I, so I downloaded Natural Cycles. I haven't committed to it yet just because I'm like, there's no reason to right now. Yeah. So I'm like, my mindset's like, oh, once I like get into another relationship or something where like I'm going to want to worry more about my cycle, then I'll like do the actual temperature stuff mm -hmm. and track it. So I have the app downloaded and stuff and I do want to do like the natural birth control method for sure. Mm -hmm. It's so much better. I just better. don't, I don't know. I feel like, and birth control, some people it, like is ne necessary for them. But just, like, for me, like, I have such an easy period already. Like, I've always had very consistent, like, very mild symptoms, if any. Yeah. Like, sometimes I'll have a period where I'm like, whoa, this is kind of, like, knocking me down a little bit. And then I'll have periods where I'm like, I, like, forgot that I even, like, had a whole period. So, mm -hmm. I'm see, like, I'm the opposite in that. My periods are horrible. Yeah. Which is why I was put on birth control in the first place. Because I was just, like losing so much blood mm -hmm. and I thought it would be better but it's not it just yeah. it sucks and that's the only thing where it's like I miss not having a period because I literally go through like a super every two hours mm -hmm. which is so bad and I feel like garbage but it's worth it to feel like garbage for only five days out of the month than then every day every day yeah that is true so, I don't know. Yeah. I just, and that I had only been on birth control for a little over a year. Mm -hmm. And that was my first time. And I had gotten an IUD. And it didn't really necessarily, like, affect, I didn't feel, like, internally different, necessarily. Like, my period got super light, which was nice. Never went away. But, oh, my gosh, it made my skin so, so bad. Like, I had, like, I swear I had glass skin when I was in college, because I was, I had, I was taking, like, um, retinols and stuff, like, I had the best skincare routine ever, and I had such pretty skin, and then I put my IUD in, and then I have never had that bad of acne in my entire life, mm -hmm. so bad, made my self-esteem and confidence so shitty, like, oh my god, it was horrible, and I went on Accutane, literally because of my IUD, because there was, like, I had no other choice. And then, of course, I was stuck because when you're on Accutane, you have to be on a birth control. So I was, yeah. like, so I took it out as soon as I was done with Accutane. And after that experience, I'm, like, ugh, if I can just track it naturally, like, why try yeah. to, why go back to something that could, like, potentially, like, harm something else in my life? Yeah. It's so easy. Yeah. So, so I'm going to do that. Mm-hmm. I like the idea of the aura ring, though. I didn't know about that. I just knew because yeah. the temperature thing, like, I could see myself easily forgetting. Yeah. I if mean, I, like, have I a busy morning. Sometimes. I forget sometimes, but it's not, like, the biggest deal. Yeah, that is true. I but mean, the it aura probably takes ring, 30 seconds. I, like, oh, I really want an aura ring. Okay, I'll get you one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, speaking of Accutane, this is, like, literally the most basic favorite. But I swear, I have been an Aquaphor girly before Aquaphor girlies was a thing. Before it became a trend, yeah. I, well, so I naturally am so dry. Like, I mm. can go, like, I'll tell Skylar, I'll be like, I'm going to be honest, I don't remember the last time I washed my hair. Like, I think it was 
10 days ago mm -hmm. and like it doesn't look greasy at all like everything about me is just super dry so when I had moved to Colorado it's so dry here so on top of like my already dryness I was dying when I came here like mm -hmm. I my skin would like peel and flake like yeah. I remember like in the wind my first winter in Colorado like I, like, wouldn't be able to wear makeup because if I were to, like, rub anything on my face, like, just layers of skin would come off and then it would be all flaky and it would look so bad. So I'd always have to, like, try to, like, exfoliate before I put my makeup on. So then my face was just, like, red and tender all the time and raw. So then I, and I had no idea about Aquaphor and I was, like, I just thought that I was a lost cause and then one of my friends at the time was, like, oh my gosh, you want to, like, try this? And it was game, game changer, changer ever since, ever mm -hmm. since. And so then when I went on Accutane, it was also great because you, it dries you out so bad. So I, now I have a routine, which I know this is probably gross, but every night, I don't wear Aquaphor as much as I used to. Like I, it was in my pocket 24 seven, but now I have like the big jugs and I keep it by my bed. Every night, I, like, will lather it. I put it on my lips and all the way around my lip. So, like, my upper lip, like, a little down to my chin. Like, it's like I have, like, the biggest lips ever. And then I take a new finger and I do a swipe and then I put it up my nose. Mm -hmm. I put up one nostril and then I use a new finger and I put it up the other nostril. And then I will put it, like, around my nose, especially, like, in the crease, mm -hmm. right by your nostrils. And I put it there. So then if you see, like, a, like... If you see me during that time, it's just, like, all shiny around my mouth and my nose. But, like, when I was on Accutane, it made the inside of my nose, like, so cracked and dry and bloody that, like, I had to put it up there or else it would, like, yeah. hurt. Mm -hmm. So now it's just, like, my routine. Yeah. You can literally ask Blake, like, once a week, I go to bed with my whole face. Oh, what did what do they call that? Slugging. Slugging. I, Does it like, work for you? Yeah, like like once a week, maybe twice a week. I will just like scoop a glove and just, <laughs> and I just go all over my face, and he like won't even kiss me goodnight. How do like, you sleep oh. like that? Does like does it get on your pillow? No, I just. Did you have you seen Megan Fox? One time she was like, she only sleeps on her back, because it prevents wrinkles. Mmm. And so she like, only, she like literally will just sleep like that. And I remember Kim Kardashian one time was like, if I have a really early morning, I'll sleep in my makeup. And she just like sleeps like this. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's how I sleep. But the thing is, is that in increases your risk of sleep paralysis. Does it? Yeah. And sleep paralysis, I've never had it before. Knock on wood. But that shit sounds terrifying. I don't know anything about that. You don't know what sleep paralysis is? <laughs> Skyla. Okay, so sleep paralysis is basically like... Is it where, like, you have... Okay, I, have a, I have a theory. It's where you're, like, dreaming and you, like, can't move? Basically. But you're not dreaming. So it's like your mind wakes up before your body wakes up. So when you sleep, your body paralyzes itself. This is like a psychology lesson. I learned this in my, one of my, when I was a psychology major. So when you're sleeping, your body is basically paralyzed so that you don't act out your dreams. Okay. So, 
sleep paralysis is a thing where like your mind wakes up but your body is still paralyzed like it ha your body hasn't registered that you're not sleeping anymore okay so you you'll be laying in your bed and you can like open your eyes but you can't move but the thing about sleep paralysis is like it's as if you're like in a nightmare like people will say there's like demons in their room so they like are literally laying in their bed they're conscious, but they can't move, and they'll see something just, like, sitting in the corner of their room. Okay, but they're dreaming. No. Then what makes you see that? Well, I don't know. You yeah. might be... No, because you're not dreaming. It's not necessarily a dream, I don't think. Yeah, I mean, that sounds spooky. It might be. I might sound like a fucking idiot. That's never happened to me. But... My brother has said it's happened to him before, where it's like they can like literally like hover over you. I can picture Carson. Right, Carson is like the like trophy child, trophy that's, person that's of like stuff like that. That's silly. Yeah, he I'll has to ask Blake if he's ever seen a sleep paralysis demon. Yeah. So anyway, if you sleep on your back, there are benefits. Like some people say, where like you, it prevents wrinkles. But you're at a higher risk for sleep paralysis. Hmm. Well, I will cover my face in Aquaphor tonight and sleep on my back, <laughs> and I'll let you know. <laughs> well, I mean, I feel like there's definitely other factors. Like, yeah. some people have it insane, and then some people never have it in their entire life. I, yeah. There's probably a bunch of other reasons and, like, risk factors for it. Hmm. But that's just, like, I don't know why that's what I think of. Sleeping on your back is what I think of. I never sleep on my back because it's, like, a little tick in the back of my mind where I'm, like... Oh my god! I like I have to turn around because what if like what if I sleep paralysis? So I always like even if I like am so comfy on my back, I'll at least like turn my head or like slouch my arm over a little bit. I'm like I can't fully be like back face up. Oh no! When I'm tired and I'm ready for bed, I have nothing in my mind. Mm. There's no there's no. The nothing. thing is, is I have like a highly anxious mind and it doesn't shut the fuck up. Yeah. So. Like, until my body goes into actual sleep, it's, like, blah, 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 all the time. Yeah, that's So true. I think, like, oh, my God, am I on my back? I'm going to get sleep paralysis. That's so silly. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have one more, and it kind of has to do with sleep. Um, I've been loving the hatch alarm clock. You got one? I did. <gasps> when did you get one? Last week. Oh, so it's my been gosh. a week. I've Literally the last it. time, I swear, we haven't hung out in a while. The last time we hung out, I think you were telling me about it. Yeah. That you wanted it. Yeah. So it's been a week because I got a notification today from the app and it was like one week of, you know, <laughs> good sleep or whatever. But if you don't know, the hatch is like, it's an alarm clock that like slowly gets brighter in your room. So, okay. So say you said it that you want to be awake at 6 a.m. We have ours set. We want to be awake at 6 a.m. Monday through Friday. Mm -hmm. So 30 minutes before you want to be awake, it'll just slowly start like brightening. And so it's a calmer, easier way for your mind to wake up. Like I'm sure we all know, like waking up to the phone alarm oh, sucks. Because it just like jolts your body awake. It's like, rah, rah. And my immediate response is to press snooze. Like, yeah. my immediate response is, like, shut the, this shut thing up. off. Yeah. Well, it also puts your body into, like, fight or flight. Yeah. It's, like, so panic. Mm -hmm. So I just didn't like that. I just, I felt like it was a really abrupt way to start my day, and it just didn't put me in a good mood, and blah, 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 blah. So 
hatch, it slowly gets brighter. So your like eyes are adjusting to the brightness while you're still sleeping. And then at the time that you want to awake, you can choose a sound to go with it. So Blake and I chose like chirping birds. Mm. So literally the first morning we had it, we're like sleeping and we both open our eyes, look at each other, check our phone. And it was exactly 6.01 a.m. It was like right on the dot. We were awake, like no sort of like uh, groggy because you've been slowly like your body's been slowly waking up for the past 30 minutes. Oh, it starts 30 minutes prior? Not the sound, just the light. Mm. So your, your body is like noticing that something's going on. So it's amazing. And then your eyes don't have to adjust. Like when you go into the bathroom in the morning and like turn the light on, mm-hmm. it's always like so bright. Your eyes are adjusted. How much was it? 130. Oh gosh, I want one. It was amazing. But not only that, the nighttime routine <gasps> is good too. They have that too? Yes. So... You, you like set your routine. So you have like how you want to be woken up in the morning. You choose what color you want your sunrise to be and stuff like that. What's your color? It's like a pinky orange Mm. or like a pink, like it goes from like pink, orange, yellow, Mm, like mm -hmm. that. And then you choose a sound. You can or can't have it. Um, to play throughout the night while you're sleeping. And I like to have noise when I yeah, sleep. Mm-hmm. And so Blake and I used to fall asleep. Like I would just tell him to like put on a YouTube video. Yeah. And so we would fall asleep to freaking football videos. <laughs> and like it was the most boring thing ever. So now we fall asleep to rain sounds. Just like rain. Mm-hmm. And then before that, it's like a whole step. Before that... <laughs> There's like your unwind. Mm-hmm. And so this is obviously optional, but we chose to do it. And you choose a light that you want. And so obviously like having a red light on as you're going to bed or like winding down for bed is really good for your brain. Mm-hmm. They like recommend it for babies. It's good for you. So we have a red light on and then it plays just like really calming. It's called like Island Vibes. Mm. It's like calming music type stuff with the red light. And it plays for 15 minutes, and then it transitions into our nighttime sound. Gotcha. And then that will transition into our morning wake. Wow. So it's like this whole routine, and I'm telling you, it's game changer. It's really game changer. That sounds really mm-hmm. nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I put it on the wedding registry, but then I got impatient, so I just was like, we need to get it now. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. Dang, I want one now. So that's been a major fave for the past week. Well, now that I don't have my real estate dues, I can use that money that I was planning on spending for this month's fees on that. You should really get one. Yeah, Target. I like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, Target? Mm-hmm. Nice. Okay. Yeah. I like that. I bet you I can get my parents on that. Actually, my parents wake up at like 3 in the fucking morning. Do they really? Sometimes. My dad was up at like 3.45 the other day. Normally, they get up like average 4.35, which you is like set it to that. heinous. Yeah. Heinous. Yeah, that's kind of horrible. But we have a puppy, so it's like, yeah. I don't know. He get, he determines when we wake up now. Right. Oh, but I like that. I like that mm-hmm. one. I that like was a good favorite to end Yeah, on. I agree. But yeah. I want to know if there, if people listen to this, which I hope so, if people listen to this and have similar favorites, then turn me on to more. Mm-hmm. Like, if you have similar mindsets to what we like and you have stuff that you're like, oh, my God, I can't live without this, p- 
please tell me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I am such like a sucker for trends. And like if someone tells me to buy something, I will buy it. Yeah. And I feel like I just want more like not like things, but just more things to add into my routine. Right. And like like the, things that mm -hmm. I am a die hard for. Yeah. Which when we were thinking about things to put on the list for favorites, it was kind of like I was stumped a little bit just because it was like, what do I like? Well, and I didn't want to put the basic stuff, basic stuff, but I also didn't want to put like, oh, like, like I said, when I did my YouTube video when I was little, I didn't want to say like, oh, so this new like shampoo, like I wanted to be more like authentic stuff and yeah. like things that I just really enjoy. Yeah. And that, now I'm learning something new now because I really do want that um, alarm. You should. Mm -hmm. You really should. All right, well, thanks for listening, and we're hoping by, like, next week we'll have, like, our actual camera set up, and I want to put them on YouTube, like okay. the videos of us. Hopefully we will. It's been a slow process. It has. But, but now that we're, like, not necessarily going to be working curly. <laughs> yeah, I'm off to go quit my job. Right we'll have this. more time but less money. <laughs> <laughs> With that Perfect. being said, yep. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. All right, bye. bye. That was good. That was good. My iPad's about to die, so purr. Do we have, um, is there a lot to cut, you think?